0: 102.7 ESPN Studios in Austin, Texas. This is the Jeff Ward Show. Hey, welcome to our little show. Here's the way it works I riff on stuff and you react. Pretty straightforward. The phone numbers, you'll need them. 512 834 1027. It's 512 834 1027 you want to follow me on Twitter or make a comment on Twitter or X or whatever we're going to call it this week, do so. I'm at Jeff Ward Show. If you want to post comments, you should. There should be quite a few already. I'll get to them. Here's the deal. Please don't suck. Try to make the show better if you can. And get straight to the point. That's at Jeff Ward Show. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We drop a podcast every afternoon. The Jeff Ward Show podcast is available wherever you download your podcasts. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube show as well. We post that in the afternoon. Jeff Ford's show on YouTube. Even though I look like Shrek, it seems to be doing pretty well. Uh, Basic question to start the show. You can do with it whatever you want. You can let it sit there for the next few hours. You can comment on it. Does anybody, show of hands... Does anybody think the Dallas Cowboys are going to win the NFC Championship in 2025? Does anybody? Any of you think the Dallas Cowboys, right now today, you would bet more than $50 that they would win the NFC Championship in 2025? You go right ahead. Jerry Jones, the owner and general manager, micromanager of the Dallas Cowboys, has now justified again the more than 30 years of criticism that Jerry Jones, the egomaniac and control freak, makes it nearly impossible for the Dallas Cowboys to win another championship. The owner that is letting his narcissism an outsized ego run off a head coach in the middle of a Super Bowl run, multiple Super Bowls, I should say, that that owner, that micromanager has now allowed that coach, that ego to keep a guy that has no chance of winning a championship. Okay, think about the context of all this. So the ego, the egomaniac, the narcissism, the look at me, whatever you want to say. I have always maintained that Jerry Jones is a Kardashian of NFL owners. Well, that Kardashian that owns the Dallas Cowboys has let the very thing that ran off a coach in the middle of a Super Bowl run, shoved him out the door. How dare you show me up kind of thing. That exact problem, that Kardashian-like narcissism, that ego, is the very thing that is now going to retain, has retained, a man that has a total of three playoff wins and zero championships. The takeaway is this. Jerry Jones will push the championship coach out the door because of ego, and he'll retain the champion of participation ribbons. For the same reason, it's how he feels that guides his decision making. It's how you're going to look at him and how what kind of credit he can get. That's what guides his decision making. He likes to make you think, and has done this for a long, long time, okay? But he likes to make you think his management style is tough, right? That he's a real hard ass. When in reality, Jerry Jones, the boss of the Cowboys, the micromanager of the Cowboys, is nothing more than a helicopter parent. It's like the helicopter parent with few rules. It's the helicopter parent that says, you know, the next time you're in trouble. He's that parent. He's, uh, gosh, how many different analogies can we use? He's the, he's the spouse that keeps coming back to the person that cheats on them. The management by narcissism, I guess that's what it would be if we're going to study this. Uh, The management by narcissism is why he's had a long list of coaches with names like Garrett, Campo, Gailey, Switzer, Phillips, and McCarthy. You know, real legends of the game. His franchise just flamed out in the most underachieving way of his ownership era. And his answer to all of this, because he's incapable of doing anything else except I need to get credit for this. I am terrified I won't get credit for this. Remember, he shoved the guy out the door who was in the middle of multiple championship runs. But his answer right now, because of his feelings, is to roll it back for another year. Okay? Okay. In case you didn't know, I'm going to roll it back to a guy that has. This is an ownership that has zero championships in 28 years. Okay, in case you didn't know, when every one of us said Mike McCarthy is coaching Dead Man Walking, because his team was blown out, start to finish—well, almost start to finish. I mean, for three and a half quarters, blown out. By a seventh seed in the first round of a playoff game that every single person with a pulse, even a casual football fan, said, the Cowboys can't lose. You can't lose. You can't lose this game and keep your job. I got to believe at some point, somewhere along the way, Mike McCarthy, mumbling Mike McCarthy, looked in the mirror and said, "I, I can't lose this game or I will lose my job. Everyone would assume that is what would happen. They got blown out. Mumbling Mike's team was a no show. It wasn't a tough game. It wasn't a bad luck game. It wasn't, uh, it didn't come down to the wire. They were an absolute no show, a non factor, zero. The only team to lose to a seventh seed in the modern playoff era, they did it at home and got blown out. So, with every single metric saying you blew it, he gets his job back for another year. He had probably cleaned his stuff out already. He would already had it in boxes probably, only for his boss to say, where are you going? You're my guy. You're my guy. Don't get rid of that key card. You're my guy. Where are you going? Go put your stuff back. We're going to run it back again. Uh, Mike McCarthy is coaching the Dallas Cowboys for another year, and it doesn't make any sense. It's no so fun to advocate firing someone this doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sort of management sense whatsoever if you manage for the bottom line, if you manage for the bottom line, and that's winning, winning a championship. You know, something you haven't done in 28 years. The message sent by the micromanager of the Dallas Cowboys, you know, the guy that practices management by narcissism, the message sent is terrible. It is. It's a terrible message to send. The message sent is, I have to micromanage. Okay, I have to micromanage because I shoved Jimmy Johnson out of the door in the middle of a championship run. But old Jerry cannot take the key card from Mike McCarthy. The most successful coach of our lifetime is on the market. Not only is the most successful coach of our lifetime on the market... The most successful coach of our lifetime is on the market and really only needs a one to two year gig. That's it. I bet you Bill Belichick is not telling any owner, you got to sign me to a long term deal. I bet you he would take two years, get his 14 wins and move on in a hurry. All right. The most successful coach of our lifetime is on the market, and Jerry Jones passed. He passed on him because Jerry Jones, the micromanager, management by narcissism, is so desperate for a championship to have his handprints on it. That's why. You know why he wouldn't hire Bill Belichick? You want to know why Mike McCarthy joins a list of Wade Phillips, Barry Switcher, Chan Gailey, Dave Campo, Jason Gary. You know why he's in that long list of zeros? Because anybody else, it would look like they succeeded, not the Kardashian that's running the team. Jerry Jones has to have his handprints on everything. It has to be his quarterback. It has to be his championship. It has to be his trophy. In anything in his narcissistic mind that would take away from that, he can't tolerate it. So much so, he's going to run it back with a guy that should have been fired in the second quarter of their first playoff game. The reality of Jerry's world is this. Okay, This is his thinking, in my opinion. If, If he were to hire Bill Belichick, okay, If Mike McCarthy, after three years producing zero, you got the healthiest team in the playoffs, you got the number two seed in the playoffs, everybody that can think straight says, you really need to deliver the goods now, bud. Okay? So, if Jerry Jones had done the reasonable management thing, this is not management by narcissism, if if Bill Belichick were hired in Dallas... He said, "I'll take that two-year gig, Jerry. I'll fix stuff for you. Don't worry. I got it. I'll get this. Go, I'm going to go get my wins. Maybe give myself a championship. Fix my legacy. I'll get it for you. Okay. Bill Belichick should have been hired. Now it should have been offered to him, and then if he turned it down, whatever. But he should have been. It should have been offered. It would have been Jimmy Johnson all over again. That's what Jerry Jones is thinking. Because if he won big, the storyline would have been." Bill Belichick wins the championship. Bill Belichick rescues the Cowboys. Bill Belichick did this. That's what he's thinking. Bill Belichick got the Cowboys over the finish line. That would be the storyline. And by the way, it would be an accurate storyline. Bill Belichick saved the Cowboys. That's what the storyline would have been. It would have been the exact same fear that Jerry Jones had when Jimmy Johnson was winning. And that is, hey, that guy's getting all the credit. I'll run him out the door. I'll go find a bunch of stiffs because that's most important to me is that we win this thing. I believe Jones wants to win. I do. But he has to win on his terms and his terms are, I need it to be about me. I need everyone to think that I did it and I did it alone. That guides him so much. He retained a guy that should have been fired by halftime a week ago. He, Jerry Jones couldn't stand it. So he brought back the guy that doesn't take up any oxygen in the room. If Dallas were to win now, that's why I started the whole show by asking, anybody right now think the Dallas Cowboys are going to win the NFC Championship in 2025? Anybody? I don't think Mike McCarthy thinks they will. But if Dallas were to win now, this is the Jones model of management. You know, management by narcissism. If Dallas were to win now, um, if they were to win the NFC next year, the NFC championship next year, it would be Jerry's guy, not the guy that saved Jerry's ass, not the guy that bailed them out, not the guy like a Belichick or someone that pushed them over the line. It would be Jerry's guy, Jerry's quarterback, Jerry's coach. It would be his championship if they were to win. If I had to guess, I'm guessing Jerry Jones didn't even talk to Bill Belichick. Oh, I'm sure he thought about it at various times, but then that whole thing set in and he went back to, I can't stand it. I would hate it. It would eat me alive. How many, no one would want my radio show. No one would want to give me credit for that championship. I can't stand it. So he regressed to the exact same guy he's been for 30 years, the exact same guy that shoved the Super Bowl winning coach out the door because he just couldn't stand it. So, not that it's his fault, this is on Jerry Jones again. This one's on him. Everything people have said for 30 years has played itself out perfectly. And there is no way they are as healthy a year from now, well-positioned a year from now. It doesn't happen very often in the NFL that you are in as good a spot as Dallas was only to blow it again. It just those days don't come around very often, no matter how good you are. And they were good. They're a good team. They're a talented team. They choked. And then the, co- the owner, the micromanager, the manager by narcissism decided to roll it all back. So today, Jerry tried it out, mumbling Mike McCarthy who has no chance whatsoever to handle this well without anybody ripping him. So Jerry did what Jerry does. He sent the poor fat guy out there to dangle in the wind, and the poor guy suffered miserably. Well, I mean, you know, we have an unbelievable fan base, uh, and they they should be frustrated. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, We're extremely disappointed, uh, disappointed for them, uh, disappointed in our performance. Uh, but my, my message would be this. Uh, we, we, we have established a, a, you know, a championship program. It's just not the world championship yet. Uh, we know how to win. Uh, we know how to train to win. We have the, we have the right people. Um, but we have not crossed the threshold winning playoff games. And, um, and it's extremely disappointing to be sitting here talking about it. Um, but, you know, I, I know how to win. And, and uh, we will get over that threshold. Uh, I have total confidence in it. And, and that's why I'm standing here today. No, actually. (laughs) No. No, no, nothing you just said. Now I don't blame him. What do you want him to say? What do you you want him to say? Go tell you the truth? Man, I had my key card out. I was going to give it to the security guard. I had my stuff in a box. My team flamed. I assumed I would get fired. Do you really want him to be honest and tell you the truth about that he thought he was going to get fired like he should have? Of course not. So I don't fault him for trying to say that stuff. Is anybody listening right now or the next month and a half, whenever you download this, is anyone, do you believe what he just said? We're a championship team. What championship did you win, Irving? What are you, what are you talking about? You didn't win anything. No, 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 no. We're championships. We know how to win championships. Hmm. You know what? We do have evidence. We have plenty of evidence. The body of work. Sorry, mumbling, Mike. The body of work tells us this. The Dallas Cowboys do not know how to win championships. That we've established as a clear fact. Yeah, you've got one. You've got one. That was a while back. But no, 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 no. You don't have a championship culture because you kind of have to do stuff to actually earn stuff. You don't have a championship culture. I don't even know what this means. We know how to train to be champions. Again, he must be talking about some division in North Dallas. Uh, we train to be champions. No. Uh, we, we believe we're, we're going to be a championship team. You know, none of that is true because none of it happens. None of it happens. And I'm sorry you had to walk out there today. Um, good for you. You got a job. Sorry your owner left you out there today because he was too chicken to answer for his decision because he might at some moment late in life, 105 year old Jerry Jones might realize this is a bad look. But it is the ego is driving that old man so drastically that good decisions just aren't part of his management style. They're just not there. So, there you go. The Hall of Fame list of legendary coaches continues. Gailey, Campo, Phillips, McCarthy. How are they all different? How are they all different? You had one guy that could give that speech. One coach for Jerry Jones. One could give that speech about championships and championship culture, and we know how to win championships. There's only one guy, and he ran him off 30 years ago, and he ran him off because he's the Kardashian of owners. Jeff Ward, weekdays on 102.7 ESPN. Subscribe to the Jeff Ward Show podcast where the aliens are going to have a on 102.7 ESPN. Now back to the Jeff Ward Show. You know what? You know what you're wanting in 2024? You're wondering why it's taken so long. I'm wondering why this has taken so long. What the heck has been the delay here? You've been asking for this for years. You're thinking, wait a second. Why hasn't there been a biopic on Richard Simmons? Yeah, yeah, everyone. Why no movie about the creator of the sweat into the oldies? Exactly. Why has it taken so long for us to have a movie about Richard Simmons? The greatest Richard Simmons <laughs> invention, not just dancing to the oldies, you know, where you sway back and forth in some tiny shorts, that you burn about 11 calories an hour. But the deal a meal. Nobody remembers the deal a meal. I don't know why. I must have been home from sick, uh, homesick from school or something. But the deal a meal might be (laughs) the simplest diet concept ever created. The deal a meal, if I remember correctly, worked like this: you got five cards, and if you ate a starch. That's it. Take the card away. No more. No more. Then <laughs> you had some, I don't know, some meat. Up. Oh, take that one away. That's and you had like five or six cards a day, and that's how you would do your diet. That, if I, I vaguely remember, that was a Richard Simmons ad. So now, after all these years, the demand has been so compelling through the years, you're finally getting your Richard Simmons movie. Wait, Jeff. Who's gonna play Richard Simmons? What are you thinking? De Niro? No. Pacino? No. Brad Pitt? No. The great, Paulie Shore. What's my first rule? Like yourself. Your weight doesn't matter. If you like yourself, you're gonna be fine. But I've been where you are right now and where I'm right now is I just love myself every part of myself and I think I can show you how to get here please welcome Richard Huh. <laughs> hmm. well that sounds depressing I thought we were going to dance to the oldies You know what? He sounds a lot like Richard Simmons. You know what else? He looks just like Richard Simmons. I don't know why this is happening. I don't know. I really don't know. I assume he's alive. No, I saw him even as a kid, I thought, that person's more orange than anyone else. Why is that person so orange? And he'd be there in a room full of old ladies who would look all pasty white, so his orangeness really stood out. Maybe it's a great movie. I don't know don't know. I mean, look, it's not a terrible thing. I mean, if you're up and moving around, that's not a terrible thing. Don't get me wrong. I just don't know why. He needs, I mean, you could dance in a mirror. You could sway back and forth. You could sit in a chair and move your thighs or whatever he's doing. I never quite understood why he was. It's not like he was innovative in his training. Yeah, it's a movie. Yeah. Welcome aboard. Here we go. Who's going to go see it? Honestly, who's going to see it? Does anybody under the age of 50 even know who that is? Give me a Come on. Come on. You can do it. And by the way, where has Paulie Shore been since 1986? I mean, this is a real. This is a long time coming for you, bud. And he really looks, I mean, looks just like him. He can sound, he sounds like him. I've. It's a pretty masterful effort in casting. I'm just thinking, I don't know that if you've worked since spring break of 1986. Jeff Ward, weekdays on 102.7 ESPN.